So as all of you know, I recently bought Sonic Frontiers, uh, which came out this week. But in actuality, I only got it for... I actually got it, I should say, for nothing. That's the truth. Long story short, as I said in my recent pickups video, and as, as, I, as I described in my... Uh, uh, I guess you could say my unpackaging of it, I basically got this game for zero dollars. Why? Because my job at Target was doing a two-for-one early Black Friday deal on games, books, and whatnot in that category. And, and me, uh, you know, I took advantage of that, just like anybody else would, because apparently they didn't put out the exact details of, okay, what is eligible? Like, is it certain titles? Do you have to get a game and a book to get another, you know, like a board game free? You know, they didn't give specific details. And you know I'm not the only one that took advantage of that. Let's be honest. But because of that, I bought for $69.99 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Cross-Gen Edition for the PS4. And I bought Mario Strikers Battle League for the Switch for $59.99. Now you would think that Mario Strikers, as I said before in the recent pickups video, would be the one that would go for free because it's the oldest. But nope, it's Sonic Frontiers I got. Now I have yet to install Sonic Frontiers on my PS4, and eventually I will. But I wanted to talk about the fact that it seems that Sonic Frontiers, there seems to be some interesting developments when it comes to the game, even before it got released. And that is the fact that it seems to be the game, from a Sonic perspective, that's going to, I guess, change a lot of things that we know about Sonic. Because apparently, in correlation with this, it was announced that basically Sega is looking for a, looking job-wise for a lore person when it comes to the Sonic franchise. A lore Person, In other words, somebody that could establish the history of Sonic. Basically, you know, what he's been through and everything. You know, who he's encountered. What, you know, maybe who, who, who was his parents and stuff. Or how his powers came to be. That kind of, that kind of lore and everything. Including maybe the planet he comes from. Like, you know, how did it come to be and stuff. And when I, when I hear something like that, when I hear something like that, I, I get this feeling, you know, in my mind and in my gut that what we're about to experience is a renaissance in Sonic history. Like I've mentioned before, like I mentioned before, uh, when I talked about discotheque and everything and how they're watching my videos and stuff and whatnot, I talked about the fact that Next year, several anniversaries are taking place when it comes to Sonic. This year, right now as we speak, marks 30 years since the initial Sonic miniseries by Archie Comic came out. And next spring will mark 30 years since the initial comic as an ongoing series was released. But on top of that, when it comes to the fall of 2023, it'll mark the 30th anniversary of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Saturday AM, and the 25th anniversary, you know, the 25th anniversary of Sonic Underground. 
But there's another anniversary too that I forgot to mention. And when thinking about it, I'm, I, was, I realized, oh shoot, it's going to be you know that long too. Basically, 2023 will mark 20 years since Sonic X came out. So a lot of anniversaries when it comes to Sonic, game-wise and multimedia-wise, are happening next year. Game-wise, as far as I know, it's the 30th anniversary of Sonic 3, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and I think by extension, Sonic CD. So a lot of stuff's going down. A lot of stuff's going down, so it would make sense that going into this 30th anniversary season of multiple Sonic media, that Sega would, whether we agree with Sega of Japan or not, would be finally waking up and opening their eyes, which I'm assuming is due to new people coming in, maybe new management, stuff like that, maybe more... Uh, connection with the American division of Sega and stuff and the European division of Sega. But the point is, the point is, it seems that now they're opening their eyes and realizing, hey, we can make something, you know, financially successful out of putting some lore, you know, some reasoning, storytelling behind Sonic. And when you put in, and when you add into the addition that Sonic Prime comes out next month, and the fact that that deals with multiverses or multi-universes, alternate universes, say no more. I think that basically helped trigger the idea to do some lore. But what kind of lore would it be? Well, a lot of people are hoping that maybe if it's going to, if that lore has to deal with multiverse, uh, multi-universes, multiverses, if you will, then at least they'll finally acknowledge. Sonic Sat AM and Adventures and Sonic X and all that. But do it in a way that looks at them as being other alternate realities. Like, you know, Sonic Sat AM could be a classic alternate reality where Sonic is friends with people that are not Amy and not Tangle and not, you know, Sticks and, you know, and Whisper and Cream and all that. You know, that maybe there's a universe that's based around the Archie books. Maybe there's a universe based on the IDW books. And you, you get the idea. But would that be part of the lore? Would that be part of the lore? And I think, honestly, it would be. It would be a part of it, the expanding lore. In other words, if you're going to create a universe, a cinematic universe, or so, somewhat of a cinematic universe, not just what the movies we're getting, or we've gotten and will be getting, but an overall arching universe, cinematic, multimedia, we'll put it this way, multimedia universe when it comes to Sonic. If you're planning to do a multimedia universe with this guy, then to me you have to acknowledge everything that has had the Sonic name to it. You have to acknowledge Sonic's at AM. You have to acknowledge Adventures. You have to acknowledge Underground. You have to acknowledge Sonic X. You have to acknowledge the Archie books, the IDW books, and so on. As well as previous games that, you know, people know about but don't get that much love. You know, you have to acknowledge them. Because they are part of the history of this character, the history of this franchise. And they can be looked at as alternate realities. You know... Alternate realities where things might be similar to the world Sonic you know, considers his prime verse, his prime universe, his prime world, but be slightly different. I mean, if the trailer of Sonic Prime is any indication of what we're getting, you know, when it comes to something like that, 
then the door is open for whoever they hire on to put this lore in there to go, you know, as crazy as they want to go. To go, you know, as extreme and as infinite as they want. But it's up to them. And it seems Sonic Frontiers as a game has opened that door. Because a lot of people will point out similarities. They will. They will point out similarities. For example, when they look at the character of Sage, it reminds them of Nicole. It does. Different character design, though, but it reminds them of Nicole. Especially when you look at the name. Sage, what does that sound familiar? What name does that sound similar to from the Archie books during the Redcon reboot? Phage. The basically corrupted version of Nicole that many have assumed is actually the small piece of Elodie's daughter who died. It's a small piece of her that's been corrupted. Can't say that is an inspiration for the name there, right? But with Sage going through her character development in the story, especially towards the end, is reminded of, you know, reminds people of Nicole. And then you have references of Let's Do It To It, you know, by Sonic, which is a Satyam um, saying by Sonic and Sally. So, if, so basically when you look at these references and stuff thrown in Sonic Frontiers, it makes sense why now they're finally considering doing some lore and basically building on what they should have done, uh, building on this character and his, the worlds that he's inhabited and the stories he's inhabited you know it's about time they've done it because they should have done it a long time ago but what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on the fact that Sega is finally bringing in someone to create a lore for Sonic overall when it comes to all the media he's been part of basically create a multimedia universe what are your thoughts on that what do you think will be included and what do you think will be referenced and acknowledged I mean, if Sonic Frontiers is the starting point, what else do you think could be brought to the table? Let me know down below in the comments and in the live chat. Like the video, hit the bell and subscribe buttons to know when more content is coming out. Check out my BW Roses discussions, all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, check me out at Vimo at BW Roses for content you can't get here on YouTube. Also, check me out at Divanock.com, says BVW1979 for stuff there. Also, check out the Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else, especially in time of the holidays. Also, check out. Uh, check me out at patreon.com says BW Roses at the $1, $3 tier and a possible Q&A $5 tier. I'm still working on that. I'll let you know if that does happen. Also, check me out at Venmo. Support me over at Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2 and at Cash App at BW Roses 98. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. How do you feel about this? And until then, I'm going to get me some dinner and I will talk to you all later.